There's good happening all day long, everywhere across the universe. And if we really begin to focus on that, you know, you start seeing what you have and you start realizing that, oh, I can still choose. I still have a life and this life can actually still be good, even in the midst of challenging circumstances. Hi, I'm Christy Hines and you are entering a world gone good. Hello and welcome to World Gone Good. My name is Steve and I am so happy you're here with me today. Please help us share the good by sharing this podcast with some of your friends on your social media accounts or email them or, you know what, just go knock on someone's door that you know and hand them your phone and say, listen to this. Um, Be sure to wear a mask if you do that last option. If you've subscribed, rated, or reviewed us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you pod, I say thank you. And I mean it. Thank you. So, here at World Gone Good, we are shining the light into the darkness and or looking for the light in the darkness. The point is, we can shine the light, we can find the light, we can be the light. But sometimes, we need a little coaching. And that's why I've brought my friend and life coach, Christy Hines, here today to give us some tips on just how to do that. What is a life coach and what is good about a life coach? So a life coach is someone who comes alongside of you, who gives you very specific support on how to take action in the areas of your life that you feel stuck. And so to even be more specific, a life coach is going to come alongside and get to, so not give you like generalized answers about, you know, like on theories, you know, and this theory or cognitive dissonance says this. And therefore, if you try these things, perhaps it'll work and we'll look at it again. No, A a life coach is going to come alongside and really get to know you. We're going to uncover, you know, the, the, the limiting beliefs you have, the agreements, that you've made with yourself and figure out exactly what was that moment that got you stuck. We're going to unpack it. We're going to give you new language to use. And then we're going to come up with a game plan, almost like in sports to say, here's why you keep missing that layup. You're not going to miss that anymore. You're going to do it because you actually have the skills to do it. There's a reason why you're missing it. And now we're going to figure out a strategy of how you're never going to miss that again. That's a life coach. And so what is good about a life coach right now in the world we're living in, uh, you know, for you, what do, what do you feel is the good part of being a life coach? I feel like the good part of being a life coach right now is that a person may feel very lost. I think that everything that's happened in the world from, you know, our, our racialized society, you know, to the pandemic everything's been turned upside down on its head. And if you're not rethinking or reevaluating your life, you know, I, I would wonder what's really going on because 2019 wasn't that long ago. And we had one way of doing things. And in such a short amount of time, everything got turned upside down on its head. And I think it's the way that we're living now and what we're seeing you know, it's either going to 
like move you into scarcity mode, maybe for some. And I think for others, and hopefully a majority of us, it's helping us to realize like, I only have one life and I really want to live it in a way that, you know, makes me want to get up out of bed every day. It makes me, you know, want, allows me to contribute something because my hands feel tied and I, I really want to contribute to the world. And that's so interesting because, you know, what you were kind of saying about being a life coach is that it's steps and it's, it's not a flick of a switch in go look up this, you know, you're diagnosed with this, or this is the problem you're having right here. It's a step-by-step alongside program happening. Right. But what happened with the pandemic was a flip of a switch and it was so immediate that I don't think a lot of people had the tools to let go of what they couldn't control and move forward. Yeah, I think a thousand percent. I, I think so, you know, sometimes when something happens, like some kind of catalytic event or, and, and I believe that this was a pandemic, it's traumatic, you know, all the things that was seen in the news, uh, you're left with a feeling of, oh, I want to do something. I need to do something. How does this affect me personally? In what ways do I want to make changes in my life um, and in the world around me? And it is a step-by-step process. And and so these things happen so fast. And yet, you know, it may feel like what, you know, the changes that I want to make, I want to start making those now. And maybe you don't know how to do those changes on your own quickly. I mean, who does? And so the world is kind of demanding change. And so then we get to like invest in support to have people walk alongside of us, you know, whether that for some that might be therapy, because maybe there's some like really like kind of things that are going to leave us with PTSD. And for others, I think that that might be a life coach, like for someone who's really wanting to make like a commitment to like a transition in their life. Um, I took my next door neighbor, who's a, a senior citizen, Right when this was all starting, we went to the Trader Joe's. It was a madhouse in there. The entire frozen food section, everything was God. gone. <laughs> right, and so God, God. God. So we were um we were in the. She was shopping around. I was keeping an eye on her because a lot. You know, this is before there were lines. They were letting everybody in. No one had a mask on yet, and so she was like trying to shop. And I was getting vegetables, and I'm I'm a vegan, and this woman, a mom was standing on her phone in front of the empty meat case, right? And she's just, (laughs) there's just a barren meat refrigerator, nothing in it. And she's in her phone. She goes, there's no food. There's no food here. There's absolutely no food. And I was like, I wanted to just like go over nicely, just take her, like, just take her chin and just turn it like 18 degrees to the right. There's food. It's right here. <laughs> like there's there, you're not, you know what I mean? And I that's what I think is interesting about the human condition. And um when a drastic change like this happens, how we our beliefs, our belief system, our our day to day is forced to shift. Yeah. I, I think that you nailed it like on the head in terms of, and I think that this is, this is the biggest part of life coaching. I mean, this is the portion that changed my life because what you think 
is who you become. It's what you manifest. Like where, so if you're constantly thinking like, there's no food, there's no food, there's no food. There's like quinoa to the left and there's veggies and fruit to the right. And there is fresh ground beef, you know, but if you're only thinking about the missing frozen food, well then for you, there is no food because that's all you're willing to see. And so the coach comes in and says, okay, so how you do anything is how you do everything. Where else is this showing up in your life that when there's a shift, you feel like, you know, there's a sense of scarcity. There's nothing left for me. I can't do this. And how do we get to take the steps to really begin to focus and just to kind of like open up to see what is there and that what is there is good, that there's actually more good happening in the world than the difficulties. There's good happening all day long, everywhere across the universe. And if we really begin to focus on that, you know, you start seeing what you have and you start realizing that, oh, I can still choose. I still have a life and this life can actually still be good um, even in the midst of challenging circumstances. So speaking of that, um, a lot of people, you know, when we are stuck at home, we take to social media and social media sort of has shifted. Um, And a question for you, um, you know, a lot of politics are taking place, um, pro and con, a lot of um, Black Lives Matter. um, I'm not saying any of these are right or wrong. All lives matter. Republican, Democrat, everything that's happening is taking place online. And there's a lot of negativity going on in the social space and how it affects and impacts us. My question to you is, how do we get online and talk with people and have a conversation when essentially social media is, um, you know, writing on a bathroom wall and, you know, walking away? It's not an actual conversation. How do you, how, what do you suggest for finding the positive, the good in that? Okay. So this came up a ton with clients. A lot of the clients that I work with, I mean, they're all working through personal development. Uh, many of them are starting kind of like beginner businesses or businesses online, things like that. And so they're posting every day about their mom blogs, they're posting about their, you know, the businesses that they've created and started. And then, bam, we have something like uh, George Floyd. We all watch uh, this murder happen and people are overwhelmed and there's voices on the right or on the left saying, you know, he deserved it, he didn't deserve it. All these different things are happening. And so I would have a client say, well, what am I, how do I go back and start talking about my stuff? Or do I go back and start talking about my stuff or what do I say? Should I say anything? I have, am I at liberty to to share about this? Maybe I'll just wait for someone else. And so my answer, no matter who it was, no matter what it is that they're doing, um, my answer is always the same. And this is with everything that we have going on in the world right now and without. Share value. Share something that has value for others. If it has no value, I mean, you can, you can still share it. People may not grow. So it's okay if you have an opinion that, I mean, every, everyone's thought is going to have, like, you're, you're going to disagree with someone for sure. 
I think the thing that we can really understand is when someone is sharing something from their heart, when they're being transparent, when we're not being a know-it-all, like this is the Bible truth, um, when we're coming from a place of, you know, this is how I feel, this is what I'm thinking, um, and we're doing it to bring value to others, not to point a finger or let me tell you or from a place of revenge. Uh, but just from a place of like, you know, this is what I think or how I feel. And I, and I want to offer that. I think there's, there's something different about an offering versus um, this is the be all end all. Yeah, that's so true because I mean, even I was like thinking when I was about to post a photo of something, Oh, is this the right time to post this now? How will this be received? Am I adding value by posting this picture right now? I mean, it is what you're saying. And that is exactly what I was thinking. And, you know, as a white male, I was extremely sensitive toward it um, because I have many, many black friends um, and I have many, many white friends. And I just have many, many um, caring, emotional friends and people who are invested in what is happening. And I wanted to be very careful um, in what I was putting out there, even with the pandemic you know, and how, what I was saying, because you don't know what anyone else is going through. Oh, totally. There was this one, it was like a meme kind of thing that was going around and I'm a writer. And so like, I felt it and it was like, if Shakespeare could write King Lear during, I forgot what it said, you know, what, what whatever was going on at that time, um, through his own pandemic or war, uh, then you can, you know, fill in the blank do whatever it is that you want to do, which, you know, for people, if you post something like that, the timing might be really poor, you know, perhaps someone is at their wit's end. Um, Perhaps it just makes someone feel shamed that they're not doing enough. And I think that if we really have a relationship with people on social media, I mean, because there are those who just post to post. Like, here's my thought, Sam, let me just put that out there, almost like sometimes even for shock value. If you're using social media for a connection, just like, you know, in real life, there's just certain things that we're just going to feel, oh, this would be great. This is going to like really motivate someone and and uplift them. This is going to bring value. And then that same thing two days later, if you're really in relationship and connection with people, you're going to be like, oh, you know, I don't think they can handle this today. I'm going to save this for another day. And you might post something that says, take a self-care day. <laughs> it's it's really just, I think, about being in tune, knowing who your audience is, you know, being connected with, with people and posting what you really feel like brings someone value. Yes. And I think, I mean, that's where this podcast came from. This is, for me, this is what it is. And it's in the world that we're in right now. And I, and I, that's my offering. And I hope it's enough. I hope it's something. Um, or everyone hates it. I don't know. Come throw eggs at my house. What am I supposed to tell you? <laughs> it is It is enough. I mean, look, we are now connected. And I think that this is the beauty. Like, this is how you have, like, the phoenix that rises through the ashes. It's, it's these beautiful moments. and And I also think, too, if we just stop taking so many things personally. I think any life coach that's worth a dollar 
that's one thing that you're going to coach your clients through is saying everything's not about you. Right. So just because you see something on there and it disagrees with how you feel, it doesn't mean like a person is personally calling you up and reading you your rights. It's like, just don't take things so personally. Everything is not about you. Allow people just to be. It's so funny you say that because in speaking of social media, this has happened. I think all of us, it happens to me all the time. Like somebody posts something and people are, I'm reading the replies and I start, Oh no, I'm going to tell you. And I start typing and I'll get like three sentences and I will say out loud, Steve, what are you doing? You don't even know this person. <laughs> it's not a, yes. why are you wasting the energy? Like, what are you doing? And I'll just delete it and be like, I got to get off this thing. <laughs> Yes. Like, why am I so, because really that is like, what does that really say about me? You know, why am I so mad? Right. It's like, you know, I get to move on. That's about that person. That doesn't have anything to do with me. So tell me about on your website, I saw something called Launch It Ladies. Tell me about Launch It Ladies. So Launch It Ladies is my darling, my baby. And Launch It Ladies is where I offer women to join who have, especially those women who have an entrepreneurial idea. And it's okay if you don't. Maybe you've had an idea and you felt a bit stuck. It's the kind of thing that wakes you up, you know, and, you, and you've talked about it with friends and they keep saying, you know, girl, you really need to get on that. And now time has gone by and you're like, I just don't know how to start. So that's what Launch It Ladies is about. It's this um, merging of, beginner business strategy along with personal development. So it's building all and working through all the inner stuff, all the, you know, when we feel like we lack confidence, uh, the things that we, you know, that teacher told you in the third grade that you're terrible at math and yet you want to start some kind of business that deals with finances. And so you feel stuck. Like we're going to go through all of that. And also you're going to get all the steps that you need to launch this idea and so and and it also i think supports women to make extra money turn something that is a side business you know one day into their their predominant income and you get all of the life coaching with it and it's eight weeks that you go through it a lot of it is diy so you can do it at your own pace and you watch videos you get activities that you go through and then there's live group coaching so once a week it's up to the women, you know, most of them meet up and then they have like a, a private Facebook group and it's $97 because I remember when I was in a place trying to figure it out, was not happy with where I was at. And I wish that I wish this existed and I wish someone would have just taken a chance on me. And so, yeah, I just, created it and no matter who you are you know hopefully with $97 you can get into the program and join it maybe pass it forward later on and then you know you can do one-on-one coaching if you want but to me everyone can do this two months of what you just talked about for $97 makes me want to be a woman so I could come do it because that is a that that's a, a great deal. And it's also I think it's really cool that you're doing it in a group format because I think that feels a little bit may feel a little bit safer for people. I know in my writing with writing groups, it's a little more um I feel a little more safe when I'm in a group when then it's just one on one. 
Oh, totally. I remember the first time I went to a writer's workshop, I was scared to go. I had all these notions in my head of what it was going to be like, and everyone was going to be better than me and blah, blah, blah. And then I get there and there were people at all different places in their writing and everyone, even the person who critiqued the hardest, um, was so loving and supportive. And that's exactly what this is. It's kind of like bringing workshops to, to life coaching. You know, you're going to get feedback and the feedback is to support you and to, in seeing yourself, we're all mirrors for, for each other. And so that's just what this is. And it's a great, you know, I hope it's a great place to launch from. Uh, and then you can decide like how much further you want to take it, whether you continue to, you know, go through with me or you move on with another coach or you do it on your own. But this is my thing to offer. So here's a question I have, because I honestly don't know the answer. How many clients do you have at one time? Like, do you, for, do you have a max? For, I do. So like with one-on-one coaching, I'm never going to have more than like, I mean, Seven at one time would be massive for me. I, I usually make my sweet spot is like four to five. And for one-on-one coaching, because women usually sign up for um, anywhere from 12 weeks to six months. And I'm getting into like the, the nitty gritty in terms of life coaching. And actually, and when I do one-on-one coaching, I work with men too. Um, but we're getting into the nitty gritty and they're getting all of my time. And, and really, I want everyone to get the best of what I have to offer. With Launch It Ladies, any number of people can sign up because when, if there's a ton of people in the group, I just add additional um, group group coaching calls so that there's only a certain amount of people in one coaching call at a time. So everyone has a time to share and get to know each other. Okay. So this is how I end these wonderful conversations with three questions. Question number one, who inspires you? My sister. She is such a dedicated person. When she really wants to do something, she goes after it. She's such a boss. And the thing I love about her the most is that she is generous with her time and her money. And she always takes people with her. Like she doesn't leave anybody behind. If you want to learn, you want to grow, she's going to show you how. Are you older or younger? I'm younger. Interesting. Okay, cool. That's interesting. Um, tell me something good. Good is that I'm working on a short story right now, uh, to hand in to my professor, Mona Simpson. She wrote Anywhere But Here, which was a movie with Susan Sarandon back in the day. And I am, I thought a few days ago that I was not going to get to my 20 pages that I need to hand to her. And now it's Saturday. It's a few days later. I kept my thoughts positive. And I'm here. I'm like at page 19 and I'm so happy. Good for you. So where can people find you? Where can people get some life coaching and do some good in their life for themselves? Yes. So ChristyHines.com, K-R-I-S-T-Y-H-I-N-D-S. They can also go on um, Instagram or Facebook at Coaching. And I will be there. DM me. Look, you know, look things up. You can just sign up for Launch It Ladies on the website. Um, but I love to interact. I love to be social. And 
whether it's one-on-one coaching or they hop into the group, we will definitely absolutely connect. It, it just gives me so much joy and purpose. I, I love what I do. My thanks to Christy Hines for all the positivity and good vibes shared today. And if you're a lady looking to launch, I highly encourage you take her up on her offer. Visit her website and launch away with her. Next time on World Gone Good. Negativity takes up so much energy and space. And it's so easy to be negative when you've been through so much tragedy. I've never lost the hope monster. Uh, and the hope monster's hungry and he, he has to be fed. So that that's friendships and laughing and, and good memories. And, you know, it's, it's funny and it sounds weird, but, you know, obviously that's sort of like going to be my memoir title. It's two tales of loss so exponential, you're going to be left wondering, how does anyone find the good? Janice Brown and Addison Brazil will tell you how they did, and trust me, you are going to be left feeling so inspired. I hope you'll join me. Until then, you be good. <laughs>